Hey man, throw on some good music. No, no, not that. Oh, no, not that either. Ah, there we go. Northwest Convergence Zone Show. Sounds like we start in hour number two. Hey, welcome back. It is hour number two, Northwest Convergence Zone Show. It's good to have you along. Um, we were, we had to leave last hour kind of hanging. Yeah. Yep. Cliffhanger. With, with Michelle Ari. But it's time to get right back to it. Let's do this. Let's uh, <laughs> sound like Gamer. <laughs> I do? Yes. On he'd be, one he'd can, be proud to hear on that. On one can attest to that. Isn't that almost every time he goes to some music? Let's do Let's do this. Ah. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> he usually does it in like a Randy Savage voice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh. do it, brother. Let's oh, do it on yeah. one. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, NWCZ Radio, uh, Enter the Rock Pit Wednesday nights with the Gamer. He's a he's one of our favorites. He used to be a co-host on our show. Yep. So they don't call him Gimmer on that show though, do they? Um, they do. Yeah. Indeed. Do they? Yeah, oh, okay. It's, it's hosted by the Gimmer. The Gimmer. But this. The Gimmer. No other Gimmers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How Sir many Gimmers Gimmer. are out there? Right? <laughs> 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 Thankfully, one is only enough. one. Oh yeah, that's yes. all we need. Thank God. But uh, we also need this. This is uh, Michelle Ari here on the Zone. Flashing lights, a radiating spark Have a torn apart the life you live For something beautiful What you wouldn't give To just break away It's a brand new day When you come out and play So come on Don't ignore me It's uncharted territory You won't regret the time So let's break away It's a brand new day When you come out and play
Uncharted Territory right there. That is the song and the name of the latest album from Michelle Ari. She's in the studio with us. I'm like having super flashbacks to like Friday night videos, early MTV days. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I should be wearing pastel. What? The turned up collar. Shoulder pads. The shoulder pads. A couple of buttons on a white jacket. Black rubber bracelets. Spiked hair. I saw this. Yeah, exactly. My cons. Absolutely. Tell us who you brought in with you. This is Andrew Green. This is the drummer that is playing with us right now here in Portland. Yeah, that's and so and right welcome. now and well, and later too. You'll be playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one shot like, gig, my friend. Like, sorry. Play your cards right, man. <laughs> and I don't even have drums with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Um, so you're in Portland now, how, and how did that? Uh, how did that happen? That it's clear across. You've been hanging basically on the East Coast. Yeah. And yeah, and well, then, I grew up outside of Detroit, actually, and. Uh, I, I had lived in L.A. before, but um, never as far. In fact, when I moved from New York to here, I was at the UPS place or something. And I'm looking at this huge map. Of the United you just throw States, a dart? Or? And I was like, oh, my God, Portland's really far. I can't believe I'm going to go that far. What drew, <laughs> uh, what drew you to Portland? What, what was well, you drop? have to remember, I had... Right. had no home now in New York homeless. City, yep. <laughs> so anything looks appealing. But but there's a um, lot of <laughs> there's a lot of places no, between New York that's Portland. and Portland. That's, Portland. that's a resonating endorsement for Portland. Yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah. I was I'm homeless. Be the next mayor. Portlandia. Exactly. Somebody put a bird on my suitcase, so I had to go there. No, actually, no. We can pickle that. Actually, I did. I did do whatever homework I could do in that that time period i mean no, portland uh, is a great city we we love portland yeah i i didn't want to go anywhere south of the mason dixon again so that was all ruled out and mm-hmm. then some other music cities um was it minneapolis it was like too cold that was easy madison <laughs> wisconsin uh. yeah and um i actually i'd always kind of had it in the back of my head about portland but never really had any idea like why i would even think of it because it just just wasn't really on the radar it's a lot different than new york yeah, thank God. <laughs> you know, you were burnt out on New York, were you? Have you ever carried your shit in a garbage bag like around? <laughs> well, Bushwick? I mean, because outside of the outside of that aspect, nobody yes. likes that. Listen, but I, even living there, I mean, I've visited there several times. Yeah. I can't imagine living there. It's yeah. right. it's like it's like nonstop. You <laughs> yeah, know? and the nonstop part is okay by me. New York, and I'm sorry because I know I have a lot of friends there, sure. and they love it. And you cannot get a New Yorker to leave for anything, no. and that's fine. I wouldn't do that. But I think it's a very different city. In fact, I think it's David Byrne has some great article on online about how the one percent have basically ruined the art there. You walk around you, when you come in and, into the city, no matter what kind of day you've had or mm-hmm. how homeless you are, or whatever. <laughs> it, the skyline is always really inspiring. You're like, ah, oh, and you see it in movies. Then oh you, my god, then the all people. the possibilities. <laughs> and then you get on the street and you're like, Starbucks, Starbucks, Verizon. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't want to endorse sure. all these corporations, no. but right. But um, same thing every block. Yeah, I'm like, where's the art artists can't live there and and i have seen it with my own eyes that that song uncharted territory was released a week after this whole incident happened i'm staying in like a virtual crack den because i have nowhere else to go in the far out reaches of bushwick i get a respiratory disease or whatever i got because it was was cold and i was sick and i sat on this air mattress with like this man cat walking around i'm like i don't care what this criminal does i am still releasing this song and i sat there and i got it all done but um That's a, I didn't want to live like that. I'm like, I don't want to die. I'm, I'm willing to have adventures. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to stick my neck out and 
have my head chopped off now and again, but I'm I'm not willing to die. So let's talk about <laughs> some of the, let's talk about some so, uh, of the successes you've had. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're really painting I'm a bizarre over picture for the, Jack, aren't we? for the Jack over there. <laughs> well, no, you know what though? I mean, it is part of the story, and sure. I can sweep it under the rug, and I can go on Facebook and be like, "Life is beautiful," and here's some pithy, but you've pithy had quotes great and all that bullshit, major but, critical but acclaim. The beautiful you. life yes. seems much more valid to me when you know that there's been those up and downs too. Like yeah. if someone's just all over Facebook and everything's peaches and roses, you're like, yeah, boring. But hey, right. it's, it's peaches and roses now. But man, it came from this. That's way more. That pulls right. you in, you know. Right. And you have to learn too, you know, to um, um, pick and choose what you share and the moods. I mean, I'll post something out in public. Sometimes I'm like, I cannot. Believe. I'll wake up the next day like, God, I sounded like an <laughs> asshole, you know. Like well, I think we like all cranky do that. and yeah. you know. But yeah, I think you have to be a little bit, um, jud- uh, you know, use some judgment on what which things you share. And I think a lot of the things that I have experienced are a little bit, a little bit hard to swallow too. Um, but I don't think I'm not saying. Uh, there's this quote from Elvis Costello. I'm paraphrasing, but something like. He finally realized he didn't have to fuck up his life to write great songs. And while I didn't set out intentionally to get into these kinds of trouble, I was I was trying to expand. I was trying to do what I thought was right. And I didn't count on maybe other people around me not having good intentions and all these things. And you, and you learn. And I don't think that I could have. Um, it's to say it makes you stronger is just I feel like I'm on Oprah but I mean you know it's like the little the little things you know you're like it builds the you people to who you run are it. yeah and people run it you know you can tell who to work with it gives you wisdom you know if someone can't like show up because they have to TiVo with their dog or whatever it's like really you don't want to be a musician because it, right. it doesn't mean you have to like fall down and die every step of the way but I think that if you want to play a good game there's going to be bar- there's going to be big barriers and and I can only when one of those happens, um, I can only turn it around and, and, and make something from it. You know, I had a, <laughs> anyway, I, I was going to share so it. Andrew, Sorry, let's go different. Andrew, direction. how did you how, how, tell us about the, the band? You, uh, uh, who are the other cats in the band and, and how do you guys, how, how did you guys meet up with Michelle and, and get this thing cooking over here? Well, the, um, our guitarist, uh, Stevie runs sound at a couple of the, um, um, Portland clubs um, and I'd known, I'd known him casually for years. Um, and in fact, I kind of forgot he played guitar cause he was, he plays guitar and drums and I think that's it. Right. Um, bass sometimes, bass sometimes. So I kind of forgot, I, you know, we've always kind of connected as, as drummers. So I, I forgot that he played guitar and, uh, um, he had, uh, Mich- he had met Michelle cause that he, Michelle went to the club where he was, <laughs> <laughs> you were into the, the music clubs where Stevie works and, um, and uh, I think Stevie was originally going to play drums for you. Yeah. And uh, when he decided to play guitar, um, Stevie recommended a, a drummer, a mutual drummer friend who recommended me and a couple other guys. And um, and the bassist Eric is this one of those amazing guys who plays everything well, um, plays a lot of um, funk and hip hop and stuff. He, he plays guitar and keyboards and drums and bass and all at this amazing level so uh uh the first couple times we we got together um it was it was you know both intimidating and really interesting for for me anyway you getting to know stevie on a guitarist level and seeing what that was like and then playing with this playing with eric who is uh you know uh really good at what he does (laughs) 
And what is it, what's the game plan for the uh, – now you're based in the West Coast. You have mm-hmm. a band. Mm-hmm. Is it to get out and start playing again? Well, yeah, we have already started, actually. Um, we've played two shows so far. We have another one coming up on um, March 27th. On, it's a Thursday night over at Dante's. Um, great club, by the way. It mm-hmm. is a great club, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That and, happens to be where Stevie works. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> I've probably seen him then. I've been to Dante's many times. They do buck us at other places where Stevie does not work. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, someone said that to me. It was another a guy from another venue. He was like, oh, that's how you get your shows. I'm like, you kidding me? I've been doing this 15 years. Yeah. And Stevie wasn't there the whole time. He's a, but he's a great, it's a great... Um, that's a good idea a to just asset. start scouring the clubs for other musicians so you get right? ends everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the door guy at every Does that work venue? at banks too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think about, um, because if you go to uh, michelleari.com uh-huh. and, and you're reading through a lot of the press clippings and stuff, a lot of great reviews, a lot of really positive yeah. things. When you When you look at that, and we've already gone through, you know, we've scratched the surface of some things you've been through. Sure. Uh, but you've also had some some fa- fantastic moments. When you know what? I've had more fantastic moments than I've had sure. these other couple of stories. I mean, that's just what do you, just not what a do good you, story. What do you think of when you when when you read or peruse through those or you see that? How does that make you feel? The first review I ever got, I printed it off and I ran around town showing everybody. I was like, can you believe somebody said this about my music? You know, <laughs> like I had no idea. I just wanted to make music. I didn't have the idea that, um, and not that I didn't want, I, of course I wanted people to like it, but I, I didn't have an expectation in that area of it. You know, I mean, literally I'd just done, I hadn't done that many gigs even when I put this record out and they were like, uh, yeah, like you said, they were they're very over the top, and and um, yeah, of course it makes me happy. I mean, I can be all cool about it and be like whatever about what people, but no, not whatever. It's, well, it's, also, it's a good reflection. I also of what's coming across that you know a lot of comparisons to to Deborah Harry. Yes, I have a funny story. You want to hear a quick funny story? Have you met her? <laughs> no, no, but I can show you on my phone. I have a picture of me and Klemberg. I, <laughs> <laughs> I met him. <laughs> How does that, I mean, cause you know, everybody wants, uh, I mean, most artists, unless you're a cover band or something mm-hmm. wants to have a unique style that you're known for. Totally. I do. Yeah. There's an interview I did with someone and I think I said something like, um, stop I, with the comparison. No, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah. The most beautiful woman. And I'm like, bring it, bring it, bring it. Um, uh, although I think they're talking about the sound. Um, and yes, we're both blondes, but I think that's where the, the comparison stops. But um, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I'd say you're both beautiful women. Aw, thank you. That's what's good about radio. <laughs> I'd be lying. <laughs> um, no, I, um, I, I think I said in an interview something like if, you know, I'm not trying to be the next so-and-so because I'm not. If someone wants to be the next Michelle Ari, they can go for it. I'm okay with that. Like, you know, influencing, you know, down, down the family tree. But um, there's definitely worse things than having sure. your music compared to Blondie. And, and I think it's great. And in fact, when I met Clem Burke, of course, flying out of my mouth like a total nerd, I was like, I get all these comparisons to your music, <laughs> right? Like, how many times has he heard that? But, but, it, but my point was that, like, really without, because I would go on MySpace, you know, in, back in the day, as I mentioned, and, um, 
just like swipe their friend, their fans. <laughs> 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 and they have been with me this whole time. And he's like, oh, right? you're that. Yeah, person. you're that girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so, but it was actually kind of a cool moment to be able to tell him that because without that reference point, right? Not, not that I couldn't have done my own thing anyway, but it's it's been a, a great reference point for me. And um, no, I love it. I I'm really proud of my press. Um, I had one very terrible review in the early days, but. If you knew the name of the website, I don't think they liked anything. And I was like, you know what? That's cool. And that's the only one I've seen so far. Yeah. And um, you ever, have you, what, what's been the biggest like pinch me moment for you? What, what, what's, what's like where you were just, man, I can't believe this is happening. Aside from being here on our show today. <laughs> See, I was well, going to say. Well, of course, that's a given. I was going to say, Meeting aside from Andrew. putting the, yeah, the Portland band together. <laughs> that actually has been a good moment. I Actually, yeah, I worked really hard to find find these particular people um do you mean like oh god am I biggest was it the, was it a great a, a, a show was it a, a, a review I know. was it I, uh, meeting somebody yeah i have a few that are meeting i've been like well the first one i thought of is richard butler from the psychedelic first yeah. and uh that was that was cool you know whenever you meet someone who has influenced your music like like clumber right um and you get to say hey thanks right right those are great moments i did have a um cool moment with albus castello i will not get into the whole story because we don't have time and it's too personal but but the time period before i set off to make music was very um intense mm -hmm. and i was like well and i was trying to think of a reason to get excited again just to leave it simply and so i'm gonna i'm gonna go do what I have been wanting to do. I'd been doing other things in the arts and was, you know, had my successes and all that. I was like, that is it. Like I cannot <laughs> avoid this any longer. Right. And, um, I had made the connection between this intensity in life and the fact I wasn't doing what I really was meant to do by my own standards. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I decided, okay, if I do this, uh, cause I was listening to, um, Elvis Costello and the Burt Bacharach record. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to find him and I'm going to thank him. Right. <laughs> if I do this about, and then I had to, you know, work to, to rearrange my life to do this. So I'm hooked up. I'm down in Tampa. And so I'm you were stalking him is what I you're was stalking him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just so we're clear. No, I just, <laughs> exactly. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I had been hooked up with the, uh, AAA radio station in Tampa, um, WMNF, who they were great to me, community radio. And um, the music director, uh, we were a bunch of us were going to the Elvis Costello show. I had my ticket by myself because that's how you get a good seat. And anyway, he hands me a backstage pass, and I was like, oh. I hadn't even played my first gig yet, or put out a record. I don't even know if I'd written any songs, but I but <laughs> no, I had, I had, I had, I had just, I had just started. Okay, so he gives me this backstage pass. We all go backstage, and no Elvis. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, shit. We go outside, and he's standing outside. And now, mind you, I had 30 seconds to tell this um, very important life story of mine. You know, <laughs> about this whole change. And, and I, I said what I had to say to him, right? It was a little more than just thank you. Sure. But I said what I had to say. And he looks down over his, he's got the dark glasses, you know, and he looks down and he goes, I did? It's in response to what I said to him and his eyes welled up. Wow. Hmm. I said, yeah, man, you did. And that like close that moment and I walked away I was probably like skipping across the park <laughs> I was like okay man it's time to go and I just Very started nice. but like, you left him crying and 
so one, one more, one more time about it. Uh, the, the website the website is com. you can click the link off of our page one more time Where when's the next time people can come see you live we're gonna play uh, myself Andrew Stevie and Eric and possibly one other guy we're all gonna be at uh, Dante's Mm-hmm. March 27th it's a Thursday night there's two other bands that are um, playing before us and then we're also going to be April 26th at Slabtown it's a Saturday night that's also in Portland and we just met your friend Raymond mm-hmm. who thank you for all making these introductions so now we have a bunch of friends in in, in I'm, I know I was going to say Tacoma Tacoma <laughs> I'm getting it I'm getting it You'll get very it. good I'm getting it and so hopefully we'll be up here great, uh, great. go to the website your three albums are available there yes. uh, buy them there uh, you can download individual songs or buy the entire thing Michelle it was great meeting you it was Definitely. great to meet you too thank, you, for, you. thank Thanks. you so much for coming in here's another song this is off of Uncharted Territory Real Michelle Ari here on The Zone
All right, everybody, that is the band Meyer with the song Limitless hey, what's up? Part 2. And they are on the phone. They're in Quebec, Canada. Yeah, how's all it, Canada, baby. How's it it's going? Up, how's it going up there, guys? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going good. It's going good. Thanks for having us on the air, though. Yeah, oh, and, no. uh, Roxy, and I forgot, I forgot who was the other host as well. Well, we have Susan and, Vo- right. and Boxy here. Um, hey, Susan and Boxy, you guys have a you guys have a, a great album out. Um, thank you, thank you. And it is uh, it, it is something that I think there's a lot of you know there's a lot of uh, um, metal bands as as you know who it's just noise and it's you know they do the Cookie Monster thing. And it's hard for people to grasp onto that, in my opinion. I mean, there, there's definitely the few, there, there's, you know, there's, there's that target group. But you guys are stretching the bounds with your... Some melodic metal. The, yeah, and you can understand the words. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it is great stuff. And, and it's, it's amazing to me that coming from that section of Canada, we, we have, we've had several bands on from around over the Toronto... Um, Montreal, that whole Quebec region. It seems like you guys have something in the water going on over there because we're getting a lot of great music out of there that's in this vein. And you guys have risen to the top of that. Uh, what, what's what's the secret for you guys? What, how, tell us a little bit about yourselves and and how you started and 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 where you are at as a band now. Well, well, it started like actually into, uh, we started the band around two thousand nine, two thousand and ten. Uh, I was back from uh, I'm in the army and I was back from Afghanistan. And we we had actually a bit, you know, me uh, the other guitarist Bruno and the drummer Stefan. We had a, a more hardcore type of band, uh, Lamb of God style, and we were trying to do something new, something a little bit more progressive, something a little bit more melodic, which we could express different vibe in it than just always shredding. I mean, I love the shredding and the loud growls, and I actually love the, the noise type of metal, but we wanted to try to experiment towards something that we could express ourselves differently and have different vibes and different songs. So we, we put a band together and like we decided to call it Meyer and do something more progressive with it. And GP came along uh, later on and added the text to it, which was awesome. And after after Afghanistan was a little bit hard for me to hold two bands together, so we just had to let one go and we just kept on going and gave everything we had with this one. I was, Don't add I was spending about a, a month in India with my girlfriend at the time. And, uh, you know, I was running a business here to do renovations in the city to pay for my studies in neuroscience at McGill. And I just said, you know what, man, I just feel like going into the music. I just kept visualizing myself while I was on those long-ass train rides, um, just being on stage and connecting with, you know, inspiring musicians, the people that I really um, felt we had some creative potential with. And I came back here, I looked around at what was going on in the city. And what I loved about the guys from Meyer is that they were really sincere. Uh, we had a really no-bull kind of approach um, and the guys, you know, really gave me my space to be creative and we all are responsible for our own instruments and we mesh together that way. I think that's why you get a unique product, even if we're clear about our inspirations, right? Um, we love prog and we, you know, we put our, our hands to, to sort of work the dough, the pizza dough, the album dough together. Um, but, uh, but you're going to get a, a really authentic vibe. Every, every product we come out with is going to be authentic. Um, just because we're, we're trying to really be ourselves. 
Did, did you throw out yes. studies and something about studies in neuroscience in yeah, the middle we're of talking, that whole... We're talking to smart metalheads here. <laughs> in the middle of that yeah. whole exciting rant, you said something about studying neuroscience. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a minute, back up there. Yeah. By the way. JP, JP is the brain of the band. He's, he's a nerd. <laughs> no, he's a brain and I'm just the whip sergeant. I just do discipline. <laughs> he's like, I'm just out rebuilding houses while I study brains and stuff. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm going to sing some metal on the side. No big deal. <laughs> we're talking with uh, we're talking with JP. We're talking with JP and Dave. They're with the band Meyer, and their new album is Inward Outward. It's fantastic. You can uh, go to Bandcamp and digitally download it. Uh, you can also check out their website Meyer M I R E Meyer Music dot com. Um, we have them on the phone. They're in Quebec. They're out of Quebec, Canada. Uh, what is it like playing for you guys uh, in the local scene in Quebec? Hi, if you want to add on that GP, go ahead. Um, one of the things I really like about uh, what you mentioned earlier, Daryl, is that you have a, a lot of different types of personalities in Quebec coming out with music all the time. Um, Montreal is kind of a hub for different types of musicians of all types. Um, so what we really want to do is uh, is sort of like connect with the people in the metal scene, but also connect to people in the more of like a, um, the melodic rock scene. And everyone's got their own sense of identity and who they want to project that they are. But I think that rock, it's really important. This is just my personal sense uh, and the way that I feel about it. I think that rock is important. We all kind of come together with a, with a certain type of message. If it has to do with sort of like pushing a certain social class up, um, you know, maybe redistributing certain rights, a certain... Uh, certain sense of education when it comes to, you know, your social liberties and things like that. Um, not to get too activist, you know, on you guys. Yeah. Oh, um, no, come on, do it. I'll put a bow on it and just say it's a lot of fun to play around here. Um, we get a lot of support, and we got to give that support back. It's a mutual, yeah. it's a mutual thing. And, and the interesting thing about, uh, about playing uh, the style of music that we're, we're playing is we can play with different types of band. Like, uh, our next gig is going to be mostly heavy metal. Actually, the two next gigs we're going to do in Montreal are mostly heavy metal. Uh, but like, we can also we, we can change our set. We have more melodic songs, like uh, softer songs, which we can totally uh, we can do for a, for a softer set. Let's say we're playing with more folk band or more... like soft rock bands and that's really cool to do that in Montreal because there's all kinds of bands we've played so far with it's not just on the heavy metal scene yeah I grew up a huge prog rock fan um and, and back in back in my day prog rock was like early Genesis Emerson Lake and Palmer yeah um and, and then it progressed into like Rush and so forth who who do you guys who are you listening to these days or where are you at on in the prog rock scene as far as uh influences on you guys well, my, I myself, uh, my my big influence was obviously cool, um, but uh, also like uh, I I like Rush. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Rush, but I love them. Like I mean, Wait, like, yeah, are I you didn't buy are, all their albums. I couldn't list. Are Pardon you me? are you Canadian? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I am Canadian. <laughs> I, I, totally, I mean, I, I love Rush. Don't get, don't get me wrong. That. I love Rush. It's you might like, get booted out of the it's country. Not it's not something I grew up with. Like I grew up with like big heavy metal bands, like uh, All That Remains and Unearth and sure. like big bands and and, and I want, uh, like heavy stuff. And at one point, I, I just um, 
open up my mind to more softer stuff. And yes, Genesis was part of my life. Uh, uh, Pink Floyd uh, was part of my life. And sure. as I started to grow more uh, into the music, I realized, like, let's say you're listening uh, to Money uh, from Pink Floyd, and I never realized this uh, Money is a 7-4 song, and this is a totally weird structure oh, for yeah. a, a popular song like Money. And I was like, oh, he, that, that's really, really good music right there. And I started to look more into this and really inspire myself uh, f- from these bands. Uh, so also Nine Inch Nails, uh, Porcupine Tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of prog band, and also all my my basic uh, heavy metal roots as well, like old Pantera and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fantastic. We're talking with the band Meyer. Uh, we have JP uh, and Dave on the line. We're going to go into another song. This is off of their album. It's uh, The album is titled Inward, Outward, and this is Open Circle. We'll be right back here on The Zone.
All right, there you have it. That is the song Open Circle. We're talking with the band Meyer there out of uh, out of Montreal over there in uh, in Quebec or up there in Quebec from where we're at. But um, there's a there's a big scene happening there and I kind of wish I was hanging out there. Uh, there's a lot of great music coming out of this region and Meyer is definitely one of them and I would put them at the top of, of, of a lot of the bands we've been talking to. They have a great game, a great sound. Thank you. And um, go you. Ch- go download their album. Much. Yeah, no, the album is great. Uh, the artwork is fantastic. And um, do, what is it like I, I'm married to a Canadian, and I, I, I'm up in Canada a lot, but I'm mostly on the West Coast. Um, and I'm familiar with the, the you know, the, the laws for the Canadian radio and, and all that stuff. What is it like for a band trying to get airtime in Canada? Um, that's a great question. I think that uh, one of the things that, as a progressive rock band, I was talking to Dave about this earlier, uh, one of our priorities is to come out with a shorter EP that is radio friendly just because sometimes we come across hosts that want to play our stuff but uh, are telling us that there's certain criteria that we would need to sort of curb in order to get that type of airplay. So without compromising our sound or the values of what we're projecting, um, there is going to be a way for us to come out with a Meyer track that is, you know, gets into a somewhat of a chorus at, at the right amount of time um, and that, let's say, lasts a certain amount of time instead of being seven or eight minutes long. Um, so, or the song that they can cut at a certain point. So we still haven't exactly nailed, um, you know, put the hammer on the nail on what exactly we're going to do. But rest assured, we're going to be getting some airplay soon enough because we've gotten some love that uh, that has come with some guidance. So um, watch yeah. that. And it's um, in Quebec, it's a little bit hard to get played on the radio. Like, we do get played on radio, but like big radios, normally they have, uh, they have to play a certain, time, uh, certain uh, amount of time of French music and it's yeah. kind of disappointing because we're a local band and we're expecting to get some time on we're not like we're not just singing english because we we don't like french like we love french it's our it's our first language it's just like it sounds better to our ears to sing in english and it's just a decision that we made and we were kind of disappointed that quebec was not supporting that much the local scene just because we are singing in english even though they're not clear about it i know they're not playing the music because it's in English. Yeah. And they're, 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 they rather use their time for English music for more popular, for yeah. like all their pop, pop songs. Yeah. For those out there who aren't familiar with that, that is, that, that's a, that is a, that's a regional thing that goes on there. There's like this shared yeah. time. Uh, and so I was wondering when the French version of your album was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind, man. I don't mind, dude. Seriously, like, we did talk about it. And I, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. I really, we can come out with Actually, we, we, we wrote one song in French and in English as well. Mentra was wrote uh, was written in, in French as well as in English. But the thing is, we, we listened to both and we're like, all right, we're going for the English version. Yeah, well, it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, dilemma out there because I was in uh, Montreal City uh, not too long ago, about a year year and a half ago or whatever, and there was a debate going on about video games, uh, a lot of video games from the mm-hmm. states, and and they were debating whether to even sell them and whether the kids should play them because they weren't being offered in French. There was everything was in English, and um, so. I could see where being a band, you you would be facing that dilemma in that region. Uh, but in the meantime, have no fear. On NWCZRadio.com, you can hear Meyer 
all their songs in their entirety. So in English. In English. And in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little tradition for you. As, but, as you know, God for, intended. For anybody, who wants, anybody who wants me to write up the lyrics in French, translate them, you know, if I get uh, enough, if I get two people asking me to do it, I'll do it. He's like, if I get two people, <laughs> we've got five people sitting in the room. Yeah, so flood, <laughs> flood the band, flood them with requests, and they will do the French version, no problem. <laughs> uh, so what? What? Uh, you guys have the album out. You have uh, the website MeyerMusic.com. And uh, what, what's on the what's on the plate for you guys? What's the future hold for Meyer? What do you What do you guys have coming up? What are you looking at uh, doing? Three dates, Daryl. Thanks for asking. Um, three dates are coming up. The twentieth at Cabaret Underworld on St. Catharines, downtown Montreal. That's this Thursday. We're going to be playing with Turning Tides. Um, that's going to be our next show. Two days after our official album launch. Okay. The next date after that is going to be on the twelfth of April at Cafe Chaos, which is right across from my loft, which is sweet. That's a nice, nice. party. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Crawl also home. downtown Montreal. And we're going to be playing with four other bands, and uh, please look into those. Um, there's going to be lots of talent packed into that one place. And then the next one after that, we're going to be playing at Piranha Bar one month later on the 13th of May. It's a Tuesday. Uh, a local radio station is sponsoring that show. Uh, so come through. We got, uh, we're definitely doing more shows in the city than we wanted to do initially because, you know, when you first start, they always tell you, you got to bring your fans out. You got to do a maximum two or three shows in a, in a year to really capitalize on packing your rooms full. But uh, we're happy to say that regardless of whether or not we're really leveraging that to get people over, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're doing what we got to do. And people are asking us to come through. We'll come through. Absolutely. So can yeah. you? And we're have, uh, we're having some festivals also lined up uh, for the summer. I think JP. Uh, yeah. We have uh, M, M for Metal, Canadian Music Week, and uh, what's the third one again? North by Northeast as well. North by Northeast. Yeah, that's in Toronto, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, we just had our South by Southwest here, and I know North by North East East is just as big up yeah. there. Can, I want to ask you: Can you say that again? Uh, <laughs> The, the Thursday show is at the where? Here we go. Thursday, uh, March 20th, is going to be at Cabaret Underworld. Yeah, okay, there you downtown go. Downtown Montreal. Yeah, because I said it in French, so partly, sorry about that. And then we got to 12th, <laughs> I like of, that. Uh, 12th of April. I like that. <laughs> you can say it in French. Say it and again. The 13th of May, Toronto. <laughs> Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh. There you go. Yeah, see. You <laughs> Thank got, you. <laughs> yeah, you guys. That's why I hate doing interviews with people from other countries because all the girls here, their hearts flutter with the accents. That's and stuff, right, and baby. Yeah. You guys oh, like yeah. our accents too, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> why, do you think, why do you think we make music? The oldest reason in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how is that working for you guys? Is that work? Is that part happening for you? All the, the chicks are just coming in droves. All the time, all the time. We have a place set up after each show. Well, <laughs> so uh, it's pretty I mean, cool. It's pretty, every, every time, every time we play, JP throws a big party. Every time we play in Montreal, JP throws a big party at his place because he lives right downtown, and he kind of have a, a semi semi loft. So we just invite a bunch of people, smoke some shisha, and have a bunch of drinks, and yeah, paint a girl there. Yeah, <laughs> see, I want the invite yeah, to that I mean, secret like, party. If, if, if no you do something that you love, right? And you just you just attract the right energy, so yes. you know. And that and and that we, we we get together. That is what comes through in your music, honestly. It really does. I Thank mean, you, I, we get we get band submissions here 
uh, on a daily basis from all around the world, and it's 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 rare that when I listen to what's being sent in, where you can actually feel that this band is really into what they're doing, and that's what I think rose to the top. Now I want to ask you about uh, your video for uh, Limitless Part Two. Poor First, fishy. were there any fish harmed in Poor the making fishy. of this fish video? No, <laughs> there was no. Actually, we gave name to these fish after we dropped them on the ground, so no fish were harmed. I'm, Not I'm even serious. one died. Not even one. <laughs> no, no. Well, they died eventually because they're. I mean, they're golden fish, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. yeah, but you don't know what kind of psychological issues you you gave these fish from there on out. They were traumatized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just they were shook up a little bit, but no, we gave them names afterwards. Yeah. I think, I think JP, JP brought one back to his place. And then I was feeling really bad, and I, I asked one of the guys who worked there. Uh, I said, "Bo, do you have like a mason jar if I can bring back a, a fish?" I called him Maurice. And yeah, I brought him back to the house, and unfortunately, Maurice committed suicide like one day later. Maurice <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. is so well. It's, it's, I think that you're right. I don't know if it was Voxy uh, who mentioned that, but yeah, she's the the fish definitely took a dive. Yeah. <laughs> On his own, be. however. <laughs> well, it's a it's a cool video. Who who uh, who came up with the concept of it? And and uh, um, well, we actually uh, we gave a free credit to Elias Jamil who, uh, who wrote him. He's a small movie producer in Quebec. And uh, so Elias, uh, like, we contacted him and we arranged something. I'm like, dude, I mean, do your own concept and what you feel inspired by the music. And we gave him directions. Like, we didn't want to have that classical, uh, just the band playing into a room type of uh, music video. Not to have anything against that. It's just we wanted something a little bit more original, less focused on the band, but mostly on whatever the producer could uh, see in his head. The story, so we gave yeah. him free credit. So he wrote something, gave it to us, and we just gave it, gave him the go. And we were there while he, we we recorded the, the whole thing on two days. And we kind, uh, we the band decided like how we organized the scene and all the stuff. So uh. he directed it, he produced it, and at the end we just gave us, I'm sorry, we just gave him uh, the the last uh, the last direction on. Like he wanted to make the, the the video a little bit too much like a movie. The beginning it was too much linear. So yeah, the beginning and the end there was nothing like no repetition whatsoever. So we just rewrote the whole aspect, and he just he's like, yeah, this way better. And really cool guy. It just Jimmy didn't make uh, a dime out of that. He paid everybody according to the view. He really did it by passion. So he's a really good friend of ours. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. it's 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 a cool video, um, and the scene where the guy is standing, uh, I don't know, where the subway station or trains or whatever, and everybody's passing him by, and then he, he splits off, is crazy. I mean, that was that's that is just amazing um, filming right there. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, it was done in front of a green screen. Um, actually, this is where you can see us if you pause. We are passing uh, behind him. There was the band walking and a bunch of people that we invited. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, we're going to share that. We actually. We'll share it on our Facebook page so people can uh, check it out. Cool. We actually wrote uh, wrote it on uh, our Facebook page. We invited some people to say, hey, look, uh, we're shooting a a music video. If you guys want to be extras in the video, go ahead. And so we managed. We had, it was funny, at some point we had a lineup on maybe like uh, 40, 50 people. 
just kind of standing outside of the scene, and Idi also was like, okay, go. And then we all kind of walked in a circle, like behind yeah. the dude uh, on the sidewalk. So it was, inter- it was interesting to see some of the inner workings of the clip, and it worked out, uh, yeah, it worked out well. Yeah, no, it was very creative, uh, very artistic, and, and I think that's what shows about you guys through your music and, and just the care you take in your presentation, no matter whether it's a video or, uh, you know, what, what we're spinning uh, off of your album. And it's phenomenal. We're talking with the band Meyer. Uh, you can go to uh, bandcamp.com and uh, you can download their uh, or pre-order their album. And it's titled Inward Outward. Uh, you guys uh, have a couple of dates you're coming up that you're going to play uh, out there in the old homeland. And um, outside of that, guys, uh, I, I just I hope the best of luck for you. And if you ever get down into the States, um, you know, I, th- I think that'd be great. And especially over the West Coast, we, we'd love to see you here. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, lived in the, I used to live in the West Coast in, uh, in British Columbia in uh, Canada so uh, yes of course I would love to go back to the west coast and go a little bit south go see you guys yeah love that, to do that it'd be phenomenal uh, JP Dave thank you very much for taking time with us uh, it's, it's been a blast no you guys problem. have a great thing going on and best of luck in the future moving forward uh, don't be strangers stay in touch my friends thank you so much for having us uh, ladies Daryl you guys Brian, a sweet interview. It was such a pleasure talking with you. All right. Cool. There, here you go. Awesome. This is the band Meyer off of their album, their upcoming album, Inward Outward. Beast and the Machine will be back here Woo. on The Zone. Yeah.
There you go, Meyer with Beast and the Machine. Love the uh, that's great sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I will have to say though, uh, I was surprised when he was like kind of hedging on the Rush thing. <laughs> I, I was. You I'm, gotta I'm, give him crap. I'm under the impression that if you live in Canada, you have to like love Neil Young. You have to love Rush. You have to love uh, BTO. That's so like dumb I mean, like it's like though. they mail you their CDs at birth, and, and you, <laughs> that's how you grow up. Really? And you got that's what? Right. And you got Elvis, and pretty much. What did you yeah. get mailed to you as an American? What should you love that that uh, maybe you don't? I think Elvis would be one. Elvis would definitely yeah. be one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. We, do we? We have more we embrace, here. But yeah. see, uh, and the reason I say that is because, uh, and I brought it up. It was about this, the Canadian content. Johnny Cash, there. maybe. Yeah. Um. The every show. I think it's thirty percent or and right. maybe more. So we don't have that here. Right. So That's we were. True. You know, the Beatles were huge. The Stones and all. They weren't from here. Right. Obviously, and and then like Hendrix had to go to England to be discovered and come back and be big. So. We don't quite have that where they're like, we have to force American, mu- you know, or we right. have to, I don't want to say force. That's kind of, right. that's kind of heavy, but we, you know, propagate. About right. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was a great that's interview. That's not those, the big word. Yeah, I know those guys are cool. They have a great sound. I hope you guys are checking them out. Uh, quick update. We had the, uh, the Georgetown Orbits on yeah. mm-hmm. last week and they had a Kickstarter going for the new album. Congratulations. They made it. And I know that's that great. some of our listeners specifically gave to that to help them cross the line. So thank you very much. Um, thank you for supporting the local artists and their projects and endeavors. And to me, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Right? That's why we're here. Yes, exactly. Um, anything going on this week? What's going on? Anybody, you guys going to any shows, doing anything? Yeah. As what, a matter of fact. Okay. What's happening? <laughs> well, I have a show with my other band, Devil Unleash. Thursday at Louis G's for the Maurice the Fish mashup, which strangely all right. Yes. And Mr. Vaughn emceeing, and we'll be celebrating my sister's birthday party that night. So. Oh, look out! Yeah. Oh. Because well, we both. Because we both have Friday off, so we don't care that it's Thursday <laughs> night for the rest of y'all. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we had a we had um, um, we had a Darna on here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you went to the big show. I went to their show last night. Yeah, it was really good. They um they were Unleashed fantastic. The big video. Yeah, the video and the video was fantastic, and they had a great set. Um, and they had Van Epps was also there, Stone Society, and Amadon, and uh, yeah, it was a great show. Lots of people there. Yeah, Very it was good. Packed. The things are moving. Things. I hope it's same things going on in your area. I get out there, support the local shows, support it's, your local bands, uh, support the scene. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, another stellar show mm-hmm. in the books. Uh, tune in next week again. Awesomely stellar. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. Susan and the ladies. I'm on and we will see you next week right here on the Northwest Convergence Zone show. This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.